You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to a new episode of the Rua Space Podcast. I'm Phil Vestal. And I'm Erin Vestal. And we have a short episode for you today. A mini episode. A mini episode where Erin's going to share a little bit of a recent journey in her own working through of spiritual disciplines and making space for the spirit. And we thought that it would be a good one to share now to both challenge and encourage and sort of open the door for further discussions we're going to have as time goes on. So uh, it kind of started... a few days ago when we were just kind of talking about how each person is made differently, kind of diving into Enneagram and personality and the fact that not all spiritual disciplines function the same for everybody. And you mm-hmm. shared a story of what this meant for you. So I'm going to let you just kind of run with it. Okay. Yes. So tangent before I run with my story, I am like getting really obsessed with the Enneagram because I love personality uh definitions and trying to figure out who I am and how I tick and who other people are and how they tick. So that's that was been playing a key role for me the last couple weeks especially. So a couple weeks ago, I was with some other moms and we had a speaker come and talk to us and she walked through some basic spiritual discipline things and that was all lovely. And then she said, well, let's get on the floor and we'll do some together. And I'm thinking, I'm so comfortable with this because this is our thing and you know, I've experienced so much, which that was sarcasm. I haven't. But, you know, there's things I'm used to doing. So she mentions Lectio Divina. And I think, yeah, I know how to do that. And then she said, well, I'm going to have you practice this, this contemplative exercise. And I thought, okay. Which, by the way, there are many ways to practice different contemplative prayer. So right. we will take forever to get through all of them. So there's always different ways. So there was an encouragement. We were we were led through a, a guided meditation that uses imagination. And I thought this was really cool and really frustrating because one I had never done something like this before but essentially the goal was to focus in on being in a place and then walking up a hill to sit with Jesus and it ended with so what will you ask him or what will he say to you and then you spend that time reflecting and thinking about that and it sounds really nice in theory but I was really frustrated because at the end of this practice, what I had managed to do in my mind was sit on a park bench. (laughs) This sounds so silly. In my brain, I sat on a park bench and I stared at my feet and I refused to raise my eyes up. So I didn't even like go meet Jesus to ask him any cool questions or anything. So what I decided was I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out, right? So every night for the last two weeks before I go to bed, I've been excited because I'm going to go upstairs, I'm going to get in bed, and I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm finally going to figure out how to imagine my way to Jesus because he's got to be there. Like, he's supposed to be on the hill, and, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, she said... You didn't know it was the wrong hill. (laughs) I did Everyone else is on a different hill. (laughs) No, but not even kidding. I was thinking to myself that... I can't figure out why I can't find Jesus. So we're in church and I'm standing up front at the keyboard because I'm leading worship, uh, part of the worship team, I should say, fortunately not leading anymore. 
<laughs> Thank you, dear friends who have taken over that role for me. So I'm sitting at standing at the keyboard and they're starting to do their praying stuff. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe maybe I should imagine Jesus somewhere where I'm more familiar than this random hill. Like maybe I should meet him at the lake where my family always goes on vacation or like, like let's try a different place. So I'm thinking about this and they start praying and usually I just listen along and I'm thinking about whatever they're saying. But for some reason today, I'm really, and this was Sunday, I was really wrestling with, well, where can I find Jesus? Like, where do I need to put myself to go find Jesus? Because he's out there somewhere and I can't get to him to even ask questions. Friends, I have had one vision in my life and it was in a dream when I was a kid. And I never saw Jesus, but he held me. And there's a longer story with what was going in there. But ever since that moment, I've known the peace of God and known that I am his, like he claimed me. And so I've been good with that part of my story. But I'm standing there trying to figure out why I can't find Jesus because this has been a common problem. And I kid you not, in I I don't want to say in my mind because it wasn't a thought. It wasn't something I am conscious of dreaming up. But instantly before my eyes, I saw Jesus sitting right in front of me across from the keyboard, like there in the room. And I saw his face. And I have never seen so much love looking at me out of anybody's face before. And guys, I am well-loved by the people who love me. So I am well-loved by my husband and my parents and my in-laws. I've seen the look of love before. And this surpassed the love that I've seen in the eyes of anyone else before. I don't know what else to say about it. Except I was given this vision in which I could see the love of God. Literally. And for some reason, it didn't take me going up on a hill. And I never did get to ask a question or anything profound. Um, but I, when I told Phil about it, I what I just feel so in awe of and so humbled by is how when we keep seeking after Christ, sometimes the spiritual disciplines that we're trying feel like absolute dead ends and it can be frustrating. And sometimes they feel like maybe you aren't just good at them. And apparently for me, I needed to realize that I don't have to go find Jesus somewhere, that he's kind of where I am already. And he's loving me even though I'm not doing something. And for me, that's a big revelation. (laughs) So I just wanted to encourage you today. Uh, We thought if you heard the story, it might encourage you to be creative in how you go about engaging God. I have never tried imagination techniques before. Apparently it's actually a really broad area of the spiritual disciplines and there's a bunch of different ways you can go about doing it. But this was a first for me. And uh, I think when we can pursue God in different new unique ways, sometimes we will be surprised by what we end up finding. And that's all we've got to say about that. And that's why it's a mini episode. So may you go and be willing to pursue God and engage him in creative and new ways. 
And may you be blessed by finding your Lord and Savior through those experiences. Grace and peace.